From CBS News Bay Area, this is the Morning Edition. And good morning. It is Sunday, January 21st. I'm Kelsey Thorid. It has been a wet weekend so far and more rain is on the way. Let's turn to First Alert Chief Meteorologist Paul Hagan here in the studio. Kelsey, another first alert weather day today because there is more rain on the way. In fact, the heaviest rain that we will see in this parade of storm systems is going to move across the Bay Area later today and into tonight. Now, for the moment, we're in a little lull in the action. One batch of showers moving off to the east into the Central Valley. There are some more showers offshore, but this is very light activity, and it's that very light off and on shower activity that we're going to see for at least the first half of the day. But as we head into the afternoon, that's when things are going to become a bit more widespread. One batch of light to moderate rain is going to move through during the afternoon, but the real main event is going to take shape as we head into this evening and tonight. This is when the heaviest rainfall rates are going to occur. That's why we have a flood watch that is in effect for the North Bay through tomorrow evening, but the heaviest rain will fall tonight into tomorrow morning. So watch out for any poor drainage, flood-prone areas, and of course, don't drive in any standing water. We are also looking at the possibility few rumbles of thunder. Cloud to ground lightning is going to be possible with just enough instability in the atmosphere, enough juice in the atmosphere to produce that threat of actual thunderstorms. So don't be alarmed if you hear those later on tonight. We'll take a longer look at future cast and track when the rain is going to wind down coming up in just a few minutes. Thanks, Paul. Well, the 49ers are heading to the NFC championship after a comeback win last night over the Green Bay Packers at Levi Stadium. The lead changed hands multiple times, but a fourth quarter drive with a touchdown run by Christian McCaffrey proved to be the difference. The final score is San Francisco 24, Green Bay 21. The 49ers now await the winner of today's game between the Tampa Bay Buccaneers and the Detroit Lions. Well, our Dal Lynn was at the game riding the ups and downs with thousands of fans until that final whistle. Wow. This game was way too close for comfort for the fans. It was an emotional roller coaster ride. The up and down performance of the 49ers brought out all sorts of fan emotions from disappointment to pure chaos and jubilation. The 49ers were off to a bad start in the first quarter, failing to score any point. But diehard fans like Alicia Shirley of Gilroy screamed and cheered on every defensive stop and every first down in the pouring rain. We don't care about a storm, a California storm at least. The rain never let up. It rained the entire game. But even before kickoff, the rain did not dampen people's confidence. Alicia and others predicted they would storm the Packers off the field and send them packing to end their season. We're going to win this game 100%. 31-14 right now. My tree shredder, we're just going to dominate them. We're going to shred them. But some of the loud fans got pretty quiet in the third quarter as the Packers let the Niners. Not Alicia. The lifelong fans screamed over every play until the end. When Christian McCaffrey scored this touchdown to give the 49ers the lead in the fourth quarter, there was a lot of excitement. The fans went nuts and the entire stadium erupted in joy when the 49ers defense ended the game with an interception. Going crazy! Got out the dance! I stayed faithful to the bay, baby! Happy! Happy, I'm 
Right after the win, one fan even booked his plane ticket to Las Vegas for the Super Bowl. He showed us his confirmation on the phone. 100%. We're going all the way to Super Bowl. Then we're going to bring it all the way to Santa Clara. As for Alicia, she's focused on next week's game. She still has plenty of voice left. I have every voice for my Niners. Let's go! Let's go! A lot of fans say they'll need a couple of days to get their voice back but they'll be ready to scream next weekend. Faculty at Cal State University campuses are poised to go on a week-long strike starting tomorrow. Months of negotiations have stalled out over a demand from the faculty's union for a 12% pay increase. School administrators are offering 5%. Faculty are also demanding manageable workloads, more counselors, and paid parental leave extended to a full semester. The California Faculty Association released a statement saying the CSU keeping its status quo isn't working out for faculty, students, and staff. The union added improving working and learning conditions could benefit the school system in the future. We reached out to California State University for a response and have not yet heard back. Well, the American Federation of Musicians is the latest entertainment union threatening to go on strike. They plan to begin negotiations with the Alliance of Motion Picture and Television Producers tomorrow. That's the same group that actors and writers struck against last year. And just like those unions, the AFM wants a better deal on streaming royalties and protections against AI. The AMPTP says they look forward to productive negotiations with the union on Monday. The nation's first primary of the 2024 presidential election is just two days away. Both former President Donald Trump and Nikki Haley were in attack mode while campaigning in New Hampshire. CBS News correspondent Wendy Gillette reports on the latest developments. South Carolina Treasurer Curtis Loftus, thank you very much. Former President Donald Trump blanketed the stage at a rally in Manchester, New Hampshire with South Carolina politicians already looking ahead to the next primary. Is this Nikki Haley country? <laughs> or is this Donald Trump country? Polls show Trump leading in the state with Haley a close second, putting her in his crosshairs. 50% of Haley's voters said they were voting for Joe Biden in November. What the hell kind of a Republican candidate is that? Haley returned the criticism. He got confused and said he was running against Obama. He never ran against Obama. Don't put our country at risk like this. We need Donald Trump. Friday night, Trump picked up the endorsement of former Republican candidate South Carolina Senator Tim Scott, a blow to Haley given she was governor of his home state. More than half of sitting Republican senators have now endorsed Trump. You've got to deliver big victories. With polls showing Florida Governor Ron DeSantis in third place in New Hampshire, he's already holding events in South Carolina, though the state's Republican primary is more than a month away. DeSantis plans to hold an event in New Hampshire later today. Haley's campaign says it purchased $4 million worth of ads in South Carolina on Tuesday, running in seven major markets. To a developing story now, police say multiple people were shot at a bar in Roanoke, Virginia, early this morning. Authorities rushed to the scene at around 1 a.m. local time. They say at least one gun was drawn inside Status, a restaurant and lounge bar. 
The wounded victims were taken to the hospital, and according to law enforcement, none of the injuries appear to be life-threatening. Investigators are still piecing together what led up to the gunfire, and so far, there are no arrests. Hundreds of people attended the funeral of a beloved principal who died in a school shooting earlier this month in Iowa. The wife and daughter of Dan Marburger spoke about the man they knew and cared about. About 600 attendees turned out to honor Marburger in West Des Moines. He died from injuries 10 days after he was shot by a high school student on the first day back from winter break. One other student was killed and several others injured. Marburger's daughter, Claire, says she learned a lot from her father, including the value of showing up for those you care about. Our presence matters. If someone is important to you or something is important to you, you show up. You prove it by being there. You do everything you can to be there for that person. Investigators say Marburger, who was 56, acted to protect his students. He leaves behind a wife, five children, and four grandchildren. On Saturday, the family also held a private ceremony at the cemetery. Well, it's been two weeks since a door plug on an Alaskan Airlines flight blew off at 16,000 feet. That created a hole in the Boeing 737 MAX 9's fuselage. The FAA and the NTSB have since grounded those models of jets until workers can inspect them. Alaska Airlines has taken 65 planes out of service. Some are now parked at an airport in Oklahoma City. The FAA says it has done preliminary inspections of about 40 planes, but a formal inspection is still to come. It's still unclear what caused that door plug to fall off on January 5th. Now to the economy. Investors celebrated as two of three major stock indexes reached new highs at the end of last week. But one persistent question is whether ordinary Americans are seeing benefits from those gains in the markets. CBS's Naomi Ruckham is in Wall Street with more. Wall Street closed out the week on a record upswing Friday. And on Main Street, many consumers are feeling pretty good, too. I think the economy is doing well. For me personally, yeah, it's going well. According to the University of Michigan, consumer sentiment, which measures economic optimism, surged 29% since November, the biggest two-month gain since 1991. Mark Zandi of Moody's Analytics says Americans' perceptions are finally catching up with reality. They're seeing the low unemployment, lots of jobs. Wage growth is strong. It's stronger than the rate of inflation, so their real incomes, purchasing power is improving. Another perk? Prices at the pump nationwide are averaging about $3 a gallon for regular unleaded. But a cloud still hangs over the housing market. Especially for first-time home buyers. I think it's tough for them right now. The National Association of Realtors says sales of existing homes dropped to a 30-year low in 2023 after mortgage rates climbed to their highest rate in more than two decades. You've got a lot of folks that are kind of locked into their home. Uh, they got mortgages at very low interest rates, so it just doesn't make any economic sense to move. But this week also saw thousands of layoffs at Macy's, Wayfair, and even Sports Illustrated. If you look at layoffs across the economy, they're extraordinarily low. Experts say it could take some time and a significant boost to the average income for some real improvement in the housing market, by some estimates, up to three years. In New York, Naomi Ruckham, CBS News.
To the Israel-Hamas war now. The Gaza Health Ministry, run by Hamas, says the number of Palestinians killed now exceeds 25,000. That's after more than three months of war. The latest numbers include about 180 bodies brought to Gaza's hospitals. The United Nations says women and children are being killed in disproportionate numbers. Israel's operation to wipe out Hamas militants has flattened entire neighborhoods in northern Gaza. Now they're focused on the southern city of Han Yunus, as well as refugee camps in central Gaza, where militants are allegedly hiding. Thousands of Israelis rallied in Tel Aviv to continue calling for the release of hostages held by Hamas. Signs in Hebrew read, Agreement Now, and all of them now at any price. Israel has vowed the war will not end until Hamas has been annihilated in Gaza. So far, Israel says there are still 132 hostages, including 27 who have died in captivity. Today, the Israeli army released footage of what they say is a Hamas-built tunnel in Han Yunus. It's comprised of cramped cells and heavy blast-proof doors where they say Hamas kept about 20 hostages. You could see just how small these corridors are. The tunnels include rooms behind metal bars, toilets, mattresses, pots and pans. No hostages were there when the soldiers arrived. A Polynesian voyaging canoe sailed to Lahaina in Hawaii yesterday, along with other canoes, in a move to honor the people of Maui. The point was to remember the devastating fires on Maui nearly six months ago. The canoe left at 3.30 a.m. and arrived at Lahaina about three hours later. This coincided with the Unity March. In hopes of healing and a chance to move forward, thousands gathered for a march and rally. Participants flew in from around the world to stand with the people of Lahaina. About 100 people died in the fires and thousands lost their homes. A grateful sea turtle was released into the wild after she was caught in a trap off the Florida Keys. Dozens of beachgoers watched as workers at the turtle hospital carried Ida to her native waters. Boaters discovered the 200-pound loggerhead sea turtle entangled in a lobster trap line on Thursday. The Coast Guard brought her to a hospital. She had her wounds taken care of and got various treatments. After some rehab, she was taken back to the ocean. Her name, Ida, is the same as the woman who first found her struggling. It makes you feel really good to do a good thing like that, to rescue a turtle, because, and I mean, she weighed, what, 200 pounds? So, yeah, she's, she's a big girl. The place that treated Ida opened 38 years ago as the world's first state-licensed veterinary sea turtle hospital. It has treated and released thousands of injured sea turtles. Thank you for joining us. CBS Sunday Morning with Jane Pauley is next here on KPIX. Local news continues on our streaming service, CBS News Bay Area. Enjoy the rest of your Sunday.